My name is Ashley Turner, I am a domestic violence survivor and I went from being the victim and poor me about my domestic violence to being an award-winning professional and saying fuck you to my adversity and instead using it as fire in my belly because I am a big believer that we need to be the change that we want to see in our world and in our lives and the only way we can do that is by taking responsibility for our lives and taking responsibility for adversity to move forward, to heal, to empower ourselves and empower each other. So let's get straight into the podcast where we say fuck you to adversity and we use it as fire in our bellies. Today's episode is a book review. So each month, I share with you a download top tips from a book that I'm currently reading that will help you overcome your adversity as well and be the best version of yourself to reach your full potential because I'm a big believer that readers are leaders and I need to share this content with you as well so then you can improve in your life and be empowered. So let's get straight in today's session. Hello, this week's podcast edition is a book review and you know what that means, the book review is breaking down one of the books that I've recently just read, giving you some top tips from it so you don't have to go through and read it all if you don't want to, I'm doing that work for you, but also I'm going to be giving away this book to one of my VIP Empowered Warriors, so if you're not already subscribed on my website, please jump on there now. So you can be in the run to win this book. Now, you're probably like, what the hell are we actually going to be going through today? Well, it is Gabrielle Bernstein's super attractor book, Methods for Manifesting a Life Beyond Your Wildest Dreams. Girl, this one is so good. Like, if you don't know Gabrielle, a little insight to her is, her triumph over adversity story, and this is probably why I love her so much, because she has gone through hell and back, and she's overcome it herself. And her story was around being a drug addict. She had an addiction. She was lost. She was spiraling out of control. She had this victim mentality, and then she had this awakening moment, and she tapped into her spiritual side. And I could relate because sometimes you block out that spirituality for so long, that light within you, you just try and make it as dark as possible so it's not there anymore. And she went, you know what? Life can't be it, but this can't be my life. I need to take control and I need to really tap into the universe to really lead my my way. Like what is her passion? What is her purpose in life? And I loved that story about it and if you haven't already um you know read about her or you're not following her on instagram and that i would suggest you do so because she's just honestly like authentically herself and a beautiful soul you know she's a best-selling author with like multiple books she was featured on oprah winfrey's super soul sunday and was labeled one of the next generation's thought leaders she's been featured on forbes list of you know the 20 uh 20 best branded women and she's been regular guest on Dr. Oz shows. And, you know, she's been advertised throughout so many sort of magazines and different media platforms. She's a very well-known figure. Um, and I thought I would grab this book because, you know me, I love manifesting stuff into the universe. Um, and that's exactly what this book is about. It's about manifesting those goals, those dreams, and everything within you 
out there and to attract that into your life. So there are so many hot tips in this and I just broke them down really into four bite-sized pieces for you guys. So let me just jump straight into it as I normally do. So the first hot tip that I have was stop comparing yourself to others and being envious of others. I know so many of us do this. We're envious of other people that have stuff that we want. Um, what she talks about is that envy and that comparison really makes you operate at a lower energy frequency, which then repels the thing that you want because you're operating at that lower frequency and the energy is not being attracted to you. Instead, it's repelling your own desires and everything that you want. She also talks about that your fear that you have in your head, all those voices that you say and all, you know, you know what I say, escape the story in your head. If you have those fear, fears in your head, it only strengthens the fears and it blocks what you want. So then when you become envious and you start comparing yourself and then those voices start coming in your head, it honestly strengthens the belief that you can't get what you want and you don't deserve what you want. And then therefore you start repelling exactly what you want in life. This is like a domino effect. She says, once you hear those voices in your head that says, you know, stay safe, play safe, you know, you can't achieve that. That's way too big for you. You won't be able to manage that. She's like, that shit is blocking you. You need to stop it. You need to be mindful of these voices in your head and you need to be able to acknowledge them, reset and basically re-engage again. And she says, yes, in life, you're going to have those moments where you're going to start having those conversations and start you know, having self-doubt with who you are and what you want to achieve. That is okay. You're a human after all. But what you need to do is you need to acknowledge it. You need to accept, you know, accept that thought does not mean that that thought is real. You just got to reset yourself. Think of something more positive or to pull you back your mind and your heart back into the right direction and then re-engage in it. And I thought, you know, it was quite similar to my empower principle, which is R, and that you need to reflect you need to recognize, you need to reset, and you need to re-engage. It's quite a similar process in that. You need to be mindful of that and how you're going to get yourself out of it. She also talks about, which is probably one of my favorite ones, is stop seeing failure as rejection. Start seeing it as the universe directing you down your chosen path. And I honestly thought that was beautiful because... Like you guys, I have you know, definitely got fears in failure and it has really stopped me from going in 150% and wanting to put all my effort and eggs in the basket and really pull off what I want to do. But that fear of being, you know, of, of failing has really stopped me at many times in my life and, you know, I used to say something similar to myself, not in her exact words. But it was like a good validation to go, yes, I am thinking the right way or I'm thinking in the way that's leading me down that path. We need to start seeing our failures as like lessons learned and opportunities for you to direct yourself down the right path. 
another thing she talks about was the fear of being judged. And I know all of us have experienced this. Like even when you post a photo on bloody Instagram, there's that, you know, I used to have it, this slight fear of being judged. And I'm not like that anymore, but I used to have it and it used to just eat at me. And then it got to the point of like, why the hell am I even posting anything if I'm actually being, if I'm really fearful and scared of what people think of me or what I've just posted or fear of choosing a different career path than what people think you should do. Like there's always that fear in the back of your head or fear of being judged. But she said that fear can only be there because you don't believe in yourself which was like a the mic drop moment for me. I was like, holy shit, fear doesn't exist. Fear is literally in our heads. And the only reason we have that fear is because we don't believe in ourselves. And we believe, you know, there's some sort of self-doubt within us, some insecurity that's triggering us to believe that we can't pull off what we're trying to do, which was like a mic drop moment for me right there. And honestly, one of my favorite bits, and this is one of my, you know, honestly, <laughs> I just repeated myself. Honestly, it's one of my favorite um, perceptions or perspectives that she spoke about. And that is when you see people with what you want, choose to see it as a reminder of what you are creating. Celebrate their success as you want people to celebrate yours and let their success mirror back to you what you want and your you are already ready to receive. How amazing is that? Because it was just a completely different perspective that I had never thought of. Um, when you see someone that has what you want to achieve, don't be envious. Don't compare yourself to them. Celebrate their success. You know, Take your energy to that high frequency that wants to attract that into your life. Don't stoop down to that lower level that lower level energy frequency that's going to repel everything that you want in life. Boom. So that was like one big chunk, which is around stop comparing yourself and others and being envious of others. So there were some insights around that chapter. Um, another chapter that I really loved was number two, which is protecting your desires and staying aligned. And there's a lot of things that really popped out to me. So I'll read through a couple of the key points that I wrote down from it. And she said, it is important not to have space in your life for people that don't believe in you. Boom. Completely resonated with that because sometimes, and in previous podcasts, I think I've spoken about this. Um, I think it was my FemPower one with Sean about you know, removing toxic and negative people. We can't waste our energy and create like this space for those people that don't deserve to be in there. If they're the ones secretly stabbing you in the back and not wanting to see you succeed, don't hold space in your, you know, your heart and in your company in time for them. We need to separate ourselves from those people. She also talks about protecting your dreams from the haters and negative people as they will contaminate your own mind and their energy will bring you down. I am sure many of us have faced this at one point. There, where you say something that you want to achieve, and then someone doesn't go into your encouraging, go, yeah, you can do it. They go into, mm, oh, I don't know about that. Oh, I don't know if you could succeed at that. Oh, what if you failed? Like they create this doubt in your head with your own capabilities and your dreams. 
So she goes in to say, don't share your dreams until you're already about to execute it or you already have done so, so it's too late for them to start putting their two cents in, which I loved. Um, and for me, I really you know, resonated with this because I am quite a private person and my dreams, my goals to me are very you know, private. I've got huge ones that I haven't even shared with anyone. And I won't share it until I've actually executed it and started to do it. All that momentum is building. Because I don't want, well, let's be honest, I don't want people's opinions on it. I honestly don't. I want to just do what's right for me at the right time for me. And I don't want other people trying to put their two cents in why I can't do it or thinking of some excuse on why I can't do it. So that was number two, which is protecting your desires and staying, you know, staying aligned with yourself. Tip number three was lifting the veil of spirituality. This one was like, oh, for me, because I describe like my soul or this enlightenment that I feel as like a light, light within me. And it's like, you know, in the middle, I guess, of my sort of chest and ribs, like the middle of my, you know, torso kind of thing. And I just feel this light beaming out. Um, when I have just this true align, like align, aligning moment with my chakras and stuff like that. And that's how I describe it. It's like when you see clouds and you see that you know, sunlight just, just shining through and you can see it all, that's what it feels like for me when I'm just truly being who I am. That's the best way to describe it. And I could just feel all that light within me. Um, and that's what she talks about is really trying to find your light and the light represents you releasing your deeper inner feeling and this feeling reminds you that you are free and you feel this in deep meditations when you're you're talking to the universe and your soul speaks to the universe directly like that's what that light is it's you know you're being protected by your angels, your spirits, your God, whatever it is that you believe in that is protecting you and guiding you, that's that light connecting and talking to them. She goes into really, you know, going into the details of meditation and she does a really good job at, you know, sharing with you what she says in her meditations or her affirmations. So if you're someone that hasn't set this up in your own routine yet or you don't know where to start, in this book, she breaks it down for you, like what she says to the universe. So then you can start, you know, applying this to your routine as well. But she talks about, you know, meditation allows us to trace the energy of this world and step back into a place of love and compassion. And meditation becomes the pathway to your light, which I 100% agree because that is when I feel more aligned and so enlightened is when I'm in that deep trance of a meditation and I'm truly speaking to all elements and all spirits around me that have been part of my journey. Um, that's when I feel it the most. And then I use that energy as momentum throughout my day or weeks or months. Uh, she also says that when you feel the light with your soul, you feel this, you know, this internal happiness this pure enlightenment in this world that you just feel like i don't know how to describe it you're just one you are just you you're not a body 
which is this soul in the universe that is on its rightful path. And, you know, I really love this because I haven't heard too many people speak about this. Um, I know there's a fair few, you know, I have a couple of friends that I've spoken to about this sort of level of depth or level of soul searching or enlightenment, and they can resonate with me as well. They understand what I'm saying. We all have this different feeling or we call it a different thing. You might not call it a light. You might call it something else. But it's just this underlying knowing that what you're doing or who you are is who you should be. Um, and for so long, when I was definitely struggling in that domestic violent relationship, you know, I didn't feel my light. Like my light wasn't there because someone, you know, took it or they dimmed it and I allowed that. So once I got out of that relationship and I started, you know, putting the wood in there um, and, you know, trying to light that fire again to build it, you know, I got the fire back, but I was really trying to search for my light. And for me, at the end of the day, my sole purpose, you know, for my heart and soul is to just live the life that I want to live and, you know, help as many people along the way and be truly happy with who I am in my life and have inner peace. Oh, I think I will take inner peace over bloody a Gucci bag or a Maserati any day. Like, that is what I aim for you know, every day. It's just to have true happiness with who I am and what I'm doing and have that inner peace within me. And I didn't have it for so long. And now I can safely say I do have it and I do have that light you know, beaming inside of me that's really supporting me and guiding me to where I need to go with this sort of life journey. Um, so that was the point number three is really trying to lift that veil of your spirituality, connecting with those spirits or gods or angels, whatever it is that you, you speak to and that protects you and really trying to follow your light and your purpose within you. And meditation, if you're not already on that, jump on that. Like that really changed my life and it really changed the way I've seen myself, my soul, my purpose and everything. The last tip I have for you is let the universe catch up. And what she means is we definitely need to remain, I guess, consistent and clear with what we want in life. And we need to manifest that into the universe to be clear and consistent. And you can do manifesting while you're driving you know, to work. You can do it through your meditation. You can do it journaling. However you do it, you're putting it out there into the universe. But she also makes a point that we must control our egos as well. And we need to stop our egos from trying to take control of the situation. And I know I've been in a situation where I'm trying to manifest a certain thing and then my ego tries to kick in and it blocks me from having like a clear, deep meditation because it's trying to go straight into solution action mode. Like it's like, okay, look, we've got to do this. We're going to try to do this. Go this, A, B, C, D plan. Like it literally goes into override trying to control that situation and try to manipulate it. And I'm like, geez, I need to stop. I need to, you know, calm down. And it's so draining for me when my body does that and my mind does that. So I've had to be very conscious of when I know my ego is trying to kick in because I'm very goal orientated and I know that I just want to get it done. I just want to achieve. I want to tick it off my list. Um, 
but I might be forcing something that shouldn't be occurring at this time and at this present time. Um, she also talks about that we must trust the universe and it will deliver what we deserve. And I know, speaking from experience, I've had to build patience and trust with this process. Because when I first started it, I was like, mm, what a crock of shit. Like, no one else is going to be able to help me except me kind of thing. And then as I really started you know, leaning into the process and I seen the signs and had little, you know, little moments where it all happened and it all made sense and little things were happening and I was attracting what I had been manifesting. That's when I was like, holy shit, I think this is real. Like I truly think there is something larger out there that's helping me direct myself down this sort of path. Um, so at times you need to take a good step back and you need to just trust that the universe will catch up. It might not happen in a week or a couple of months. It might take more time than that for the universe to catch up with you and to give you that when the time is right based on your faith. She also goes in to talk about that we can't control time. And I think this is the biggest thing that I've had to learn. And I'm sure many of you have had to learn as well that when you're manifesting, you're putting out there into the universe what you deserve and what you want, but you can't control when this will happen. Uh, it will happen when it happens. And you hear all the stories of all these people going, you know, I, and I think she talks about in her own, you know, her own example is having a baby. Like she was really trying to focus on having a baby at this certain time and month kind of thing. And it wasn't working. And then, you know, she was feeling disappointed because the root cause to all heartache is expectation. And when you set that expectation and it doesn't happen, you just, you feel disheartened and you feel a little bit like lost and you distrust in the process. So don't expect things based on the time. And that's what she talks about. And when she did that with her pregnancy, she kept, you know, getting really disappointed. And then when she let go of it and just went, you know what, I put it out there, it's going to happen when it happens, it then happened. It's like if you resist the process, you resist letting go and letting the universe do its thing, it's like it puts more time in front of you. Um, it's like that saying when you say the more time you, if you spent all that time whinging and actually doing it, you would have done it by now. It's the same thing. It's the same concept in my mind. The more you bloody resist, the more time you're putting into that and it's gonna, the longer it's going to take to attract. It's like once you are completely content and trust the universe, then it will come. And so that's my heads up to you. If you're early in your journey, just trust the process. Don't resist or shit takes longer. <laughs> I've had to learn my lesson with that one. Um, an example that I was thinking about, like things, you know, things will happen when the universe is ready for it and you're ready for it kind of thing. And something that people don't know is I, for years, I can't remember when it was, probably early 20s, I could visualize and see me winning an award. I honestly could. I could see myself going on the stage. I could feel that feeling, all of that. And I didn't know what kind of award it was or how or why, like anything like that. I just had this feeling and I always, yeah, I could just visualize myself doing that. And 
what, 10 years later, I won an award. And some people might be like, what the hell? That doesn't make sense. You know, that's just a coincidence kind of thing. But for me, it was like, it was like I manifested that. I visualized that maybe 10 years ago. I didn't even tell anyone about it because I had no fucking clue what it was and how I was going to do it. And then when I won this procurement Sips Young Talent Award, you know, I've spoken about that story. Um, and then I remember going back through one of my really old sort of journals and diaries and stuff like that. And I've seen that as like one of the goals. Like in 10 years' time, I think I wrote, I want to be able to, you know, win an award. And I freaking did. Like, it didn't happen like months or a couple years afterwards. It happened like 10 years later kind of thing. So I thought that was pretty scary, but I got it when I deserved it, if that makes sense. So I think that's pretty mind-blowing that that whole experience happened. And I forgot about it, and then it's only when I went back to reflect and went, oh, my God, oh, my gosh, it's caught up with me. Let me have a moment. Let me just go, wow, I actually manifested this years ago, and I completely forgot about it. So those are my top sort of four tips for you. And let me just run through it because you're probably like, what the hell were they? It sounded like I mashed it all up in one because I do get excited with this, but it's okay. You can tell that I'm passionate. So tip number one was around stop comparing yourself to others and being envious of others. The biggest highlight for me out of all that is when you see people with what you want, choose to see that as a reminder of what you're creating, to celebrate their success and let their success mirror back to you what you want to receive when you're ready for it. Like that's probably the biggest highlight for me out of that whole point. Point number two, top tip for you is protecting your desires and staying aligned. The top thing for me out of all of that was to really make sure that you don't hold space in your life for people that don't believe in you. And you may have these people in your life and not realize that they are not you know, your cheerleaders after all. Um, so be careful with who you surround yourself with. Protect your dreams. Don't let people tell you that you can't do them. Number three was lifting the veil of spirituality. So really trying to find that light within you and connect yourself with the universe. And for me, my top tip for you is meditation. If you're not already doing this, you're not already focusing on your chakras and feeling that enlightenment and feeling aligned with yourself and talking to the universe, that is my recommendation for you to feel that light within you. And the last point, number four, was let the universe catch up. So my key tip for you there is, manifest and be clear and consistent but you can't control the time don't put that expectation on yourself for it to happen at a certain point because you're only going to get disappointed and the example i used was with the award i manifested that over 10 years ago that i was going to win it and then 10 years later i did but i had to let time and years you know happen and come between that until I was ready to deserve that. So I do hope this has helped you with your manifesting to attract everything that you want in life. 
Um, if you're not already subscribed to be a VIP Empowered Warrior, jump on my website now, www.empoweredash.com. So then you can be in the chance to win this book because honestly, it helped me seek more clarity around what I want to attract in the world and use different sort of type of methods that she also shares in it. But it also validated things that I was already doing um, and that other people see the world like I do as well, which I think is always comforting to know that you're not the crazy one and you see things a certain way. But thank you so much for listening. I hope this helps empower you because we need to be the change that we want to see in our world and in our life. So that is a wrap up, my little empowered warriors. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast episode. Remember, you need to take action. So number one, make sure that you subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already. Ensure that you're following me on social media for extra juice in your life so that I can help you empower yourselves. But also be sure to share this content as well. I'm a big believer that if we share this, we're also teaching other people around us to be empowered. So if you loved it, give it a thumbs up, subscribe, share the content. And if you want more information on coaching sessions, eBooks, anything to do with empowering yourself, be sure to head to my website, www.empowerdash.com. That is it from me, but I will check in with you guys next week. Remember, Stay empowered because empowered people empower others and we need to be the change that we want to see in this world.